Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? I'm glad you have joined me. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Monday, October the 18th, and today is Mailbox Monday, and I'm going to field your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. My name is Heidi St. John, and after serving Washington families for the past 17 years, I am running for Congress to put a proven conservative voice in the House of Representatives to represent the people of Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. If you've had enough of liberals who disguise themselves as conservatives, I need your help. Together, we can tell both the rhinos and opportunistic out-of-state candidates we want our voice back. To join me in my fight for Congress, please visit HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. So thanks for tuning in today. Lots of you asking me about the Bible study. So I want to clear a couple of things up before I jump into your questions. The Bible studies release one time every month, a brand new one every month. And you guys can sign up at momstronginternational.com. Also, that is just a straight up phenomenal way to support this ministry, to support what we're doing here uh, at the podcast and all the work that we've been doing for many, many years here at the show. So you can get into God's word and you can become a supporter of this ministry simultaneously by joining momstronginternational.com. So I hope you guys will check it out. Also, I'm going to answer your questions today. The way to submit a written question to me is to go to heidistjohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And you guys will see a form there. Uh, this is where you can submit your stories about getting off the bench. This is where you guys can tell me how you're doing and ask your questions. And like I've, I'm always telling you, keep them short and sweet and to the point. You can also leave a voicemail for me. And the way to do that is to go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message. And if you if you will leave a message for me, it can't be any longer than 60 seconds. We can play those on the air. Uh, I, you know, I love to engage with you and to just hear what's happening in your life right now. And so many of the questions I get are centering around this shocking, it's like we've been dropped into a vat of ice water and people are kind of shaking and, and disoriented and trying to figure out how do we get out of the ice water and back onto the shore. And uh, I definitely hear the tension in your voice. And so keep those questions coming because in the midst of all those questions, we're also getting very encouraging feedback from you, particularly as it relates to getting off the bench and onto the battlefield. Angie from Illinois said, hi, Heidi, I want to share my off the bench story, not to boast, but to offer encouragement to other moms and dads out there. I am a homeschool mom to four who has pulled my kids out of almost every extracurricular activity in the last one and a half years. My husband and I refuse to mask our children, but it's hard to deny our children opportunities to explore their interests. After saying no for so many months, I decided to create opportunities for the kids. We started a dance class for our girls and found a qualified teacher who is now teaching 10 little girls ballet and tap at our church once a week. I'm also hosting a toddler story hour once a week to replace our library time. Ooh, I love this, Angie, for a hundred different reasons. And I'm starting to organize a skills and scrimmage basketball league for the winter. The hardest part was letting go of what I had envisioned for their childhood activities, which were something like mine, I guess, and embracing the truth that they can have rich, full, active uh, experiences in their childhood as long as I am willing to stop wallowing 
and get off the bench. Angie, I love this for a hundred different reasons. Uh, really, this was the reason why my, my husband and I started the Friendly Planet Homeschool Resource Center. It's why we have spent so much of our time getting off the bench and onto the battlefield to say, hey, there's there's not enough out here that's good for our kids. So what can we create that will be life affirming, that will give them the experiences we want without the toxicity that's in the culture right now. And when I say toxicity, uh, I'm not joking. This is true in the schools where we're forcing children to wear masks. You know, I I watched a little preschool, a clip of a preschool class uh, last week wearing these um, I am vaccinated buttons and they were singing, you know, um, like, like, um, uh, I wear a mask to school. I wear a mask to school. I mean, it was ridiculous. And you know, we're indoctrinating these children, and it this is this is a very sad moment in history for our nation. And so, I'm thankful for people like Angie who's saying, "Listen, I'm going to stop wallowing, and I'm going to get off the bench and onto the battlefield." So, good job, good job, Angie, for doing that. And uh, I just want to encourage all of you: if you've got stories of you getting off the bench, send them to me. I cannot wait to hear them. And uh, God's going to use you. He wants to use you. And you guys were born for this. I keep saying it. I'm going to continue to say it. You're literally born for this time in history. So don't let the adversary uh, make you feel like you're stuck and you don't have any options. You absolutely have options. And the option right now is to do something. You know, I've been saying this for a long time. The future belongs to those who show up. So show up. What can you do? What are the skills and abilities that God has given you that can be used right now to help other people? Maybe some of you are really good at organizing things like Angie is, obviously. Maybe you're really good at helping people prepare for an emergency. So many opportunities uh, right now, and I don't want you guys to miss them for any reason at all. Uh, We're going to come out of this. And when we do, we're going to have, by the grace of God, our freedom will be stronger because we will have recognized that we can actually lose it. So thank you, Angie, for that off the bench story. You guys can submit your stories to me. I want to hear them. Send them in. HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. All right. I had a listener in North Carolina write in and say, hi, Heidi. I would much appreciate your encouragement or advice. I have been an emergency room nurse for almost 20 years. And although my religious exemption was accepted related to not receiving the COVID vaccine, the hospital system I work for is mandating that all employees that have any type of exemption have to be tested weekly, making it inconvenient to come in on a typical day off. I must wear an N95 mask for my entire 12-hour shift, and I may not have a blue checkmark badge indicating vaccination. I'm overwhelmed with emotion, but can't help but think this feels similar to a scarlet letter or a yellow star. Any words of encouragement, by the way, I've been listening to and loving your podcast for over five years. All right, sweet friend, listen up. You are being asked right now to take a stand in the midst of tyranny. And uh, I had a doctor call me the other day. He was in my studio for a long time, uh, just on the verge of tears the entire time here. This guy loves people, has been treating them successfully for many, many years. And the stories that he is seeing of nurses and doctors being fired uh, were were just um, heartbreaking. And I told him, and I believe this is true of you also, those of you who are willing to stand up to this ridiculous tyranny, to this overreach, to these obscene and absurd mandates. You guys are, history is going to look back and regard you as the Bonhoeffers of this generation, as the people who said, no, we will not be tyrannized. We will not be uh, 
told that we have to violate our conscience for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. Uh, This is wrong. And if you guys will hold on and hang in there, like I said at the beginning of this, I do believe we are going to come out on the other side of this because these mandates are a bluff and you wait Uh, The American people, including the Southwest Airlines pilots, the ferry operators, bus operators, doctors, nurses, people, federal employees, people all over this nation are calling the bluff of the of the of the disgusting people that we have in charge of this country right now who have been issuing mandate after mandate and executive order after executive order. These mandates are a bluff and they will not stand when uh, this is all over. And so I'm just going to encourage you, hold the line. Do not give in to these people. I was reading an article from last year, so from from July of 2020, about a sheriff in uh, Tennessee, in Hamilton County, Tennessee, saying that he would not honor these executive orders, these face mask mandates that were going into effect on September on September 8th of last year in Hamilton County, saying that this was an illegal executive order and carried no legal weight. And listen to me, you guys, the people who are doing this know it. These are cowards and uh, they are going to be held accounts to account. So hang in there. The county sheriff in Hamilton County in Tennessee said he is not interested in enforcing the mandate because the sheriff knows that the district attorney won't seek to prosecute. Why? Because attorneys who actually know the laws of the land aren't interested in things that aren't laws. Are you guys listening to me? So governors and mayors and health officials, these guys are not allowed to make laws. Uh, And that's according to our U.S. Constitution and our state constitution. The question is not up for interpretation or discussion. Legislatures make the laws, hence the name legislature, right? So this means legislature, legis is Latin, by the way, for law. These guys are the ones who are, have access to the ability to make laws. State legislatures also have access to all the same information that the governors have concerning the dangers of COVID. And if they want to make a law, they're going to make a law. But right now, these are mandates. And it's a whole lot easier for Bill Gates and the Federal Reserve, who, as I said last week, have already stolen trillions from us uh, with this latest crisis at the behest of private banks who control them, Uh, And it's amazing to me what's happening. So the media is going to tell you that the governors and the mayors have this authority when they do not. This is a big bluff. But if we believe it and act on it, it makes it the same. All right. And so hang in there. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. Uh, I do think the truth is going to win in the end. And we're going to have to hang in there. And I'm going to keep telling you guys this. Freedom is worth fighting for. It is worth defending. Do not let these people control you. Do not take the face diapers off of your faces because all we're doing is saying that we're willing to be bossed around and to be pushed around. Listen, I there are a whole lot of people that are sick uh, around my area right now. They're sick with all kinds of things. Our immune systems have been suppressed now for 18 months. And so we're seeing a rise in the regular flu. We're seeing a rise in respiratory illnesses. We're seeing a rise in COVID. And this is all related the masks don't work. It says right on the box that they don't work. So this isn't about me saying that I'm denying that there are things that make you sick. I'm saying that the way we're handling it is absolutely criminal. And I've been saying this from the very beginning. So hang in there, you guys. Uh, I just want to, I'm just going to encourage you again, stand up against this tyranny, make them fire you and then collect unemployment. But you're right. It does feel like a silver star. It does feel like a scarlet letter or a gold star rather. And that's exactly where this is headed. And it only stops when the American people say enough. 
And uh, I don't know when that's going to be, but I have a feeling we're at the breaking point right now. Robbie from Oklahoma. My husband almost thinks I'm crazy for all the things that I'm trying to do with our family as far as pulling our kids out of school. And he doesn't think that Oklahoma will get to a bad point like all the other states. How can I convince him I'm not crazy and this isn't just conspiracy? First of all, the word conspiracy theory was created by leftists to shame people who started to get onto the actual truth of things. Now, I'm not talking about QAnon. I'm talking about people looking at the box of masks, for instance, and just reading the directions that says it does not protect you against COVID-19. And so if that mask doesn't do it, your silly little cloth mask is certainly not working, right? These are the kinds of things we're talking about. And just being willing to have these conversations does not make you a conspiracy theorist. And so I reject those labels, completely reject them on their face. Oklahoma, listen to me. I was just out there and I spoke in three cities over two and a half days. And I'm going to tell you on the radio what I said in Tulsa and Mustang and Enid, Oklahoma, and that is this. If you want to keep your state from becoming the on-fire total leftist indoctrination center that is the entire Pacific Northwest and the West Coast of the United States, now is the time to stand for liberty. Critical race theory is in your schools. Comprehensive sex education is in your schools. Marxist indoctrination is in your government. Believe me when I say this is already there. And just because you don't see it yet doesn't mean it's there. And if someone would have told me 15 years ago, Heidi, there are Marxists that are they're going to be taking over the Pacific Northwest, I would have laughed at you. Well, I'm not laughing now. It's not funny now. And so you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want to. I'm not shamed by those labels anymore. Pull your children out of these schools. Pull them out. And frankly, half of the Christian schools that we have now are Christian in name only. These are woke uh, pseudo-Christians who are pushing political agendas over the gospel. And that's the truth. So, you know, I would I pray for your husband and keep doing the thing that you're doing. Try to show him the truth of the situation, don't fight with him, right? The, the, the enemy comes to kill and steal and destroy. So I'm going to encourage you again, don't fight with your husband, all right? Love each other and ask the Lord to help you uh, to overcome so many of these things that we're facing right now because it's, it's important. It's never been more important than it is right now, all right? Lindsay from New Orleans. Heidi, you may remember me from Teach Them Diligently. Hey, Lindsay. Uh, My question is, how should we manage standing firm against these mandates and also try to maintain a normal life? I'm I'm struggling to stay afloat and not have a mental breakdown each week. My three and a half year old son is begging to go into places that will require him to wear a mask, which child abuse that I am vehemently against. I will not comply. Good job, Lindsay. And myself as a chaperone to be vaccinated. I want my children to have a normal, enjoyable childhood at our local zoo, aquarium, museums, etc. But I'm finding out it is increasingly difficult with these obnoxious mandates, especially here in New Orleans. How would you handle this? Thank you for all you do. Well, Lindsay, I'm going to refer you back to the wonderful patriot whose story of getting off the bench I read at the beginning of this show, Angie in Illinois is showing you exactly how to do it. You guys, we need to get over this idea that somehow everything's just going to go back to normal and we will, and we can resume our life as normal. The people who are in power right now, who are using fear 
to control an entire population love the authority that we have given them and they will not willingly give it up. And so if you want your child to have an enjoyable childhood, create experiences for them with other people who believe the same way that you do. If you can find somebody who can bring a couple of fun animals to your house and teach your children about them, if you can, uh, if you can take your children to places outdoors, talk to them about the history of this nation, do things with them that don't require participating in this ridiculous system, and it will not stop until we all say it's over, it's enough. And I'm hearing the heartache in in the voices of parents who write to me dozens and dozens of times every single week. I hear you, Lindsay. And I'm saying, go back and listen to what Angie from Illinois is doing with her kids and do the same thing. You will be amazed at how many people will come alongside and will wanna do it with you. And uh, I can't encourage you enough. All right, now is the time. Now is the time to stand up. And and truly, you guys, you can do this. All right, you can do it. Carly from Montana, a similar situation. Heidi, I'm in a dilemma. I'm a federal employee and have until November the 9th to receive my biological pathogen. Boy, that's a, that's a great word for it, Carly. A biological pathogen and I refuse. My question is on religious exemptions. I love the Lord and have all sorts of good points, but I don't have any peace about submitting the request. This is wrong on its own. Now they want to ask me why and can request any further documentation as needed. Why are we folding and playing their game? Even if I file an exemption, I have to mask test and do whatever else they want. They are not my God. What would you do? File the exemption request, resign respectfully or work until they fire you. I'm really stressed out and need your advice. So Carly, for the, for the first uh, thing that comes to my mind, and I just want to encourage you from this perspective, this is just going to be my opinion. This is not thus saith the Lord. This is just thus saith Heidi St. John. Um, and I'm going to pray for you at the end of this podcast today, for you and all of the of the people who have been put into this terrible position. It is so ungodly what they are doing right now. But can I just encourage you right now? You don't have to ask their permission. You are invoking your religious exemption. You already have it. And as you guys have heard me say before, I do not believe that these exemptions at the end of the day are the right way to go. But I think right now, uh, they are saving lives right now. They are keeping people from suicide right now. They're helping people stay in their jobs. I think if it was me, and again, you know, I work for myself and I have been, uh, last year, I lost, I would say 80% of my income because so many things that I did uh, depend on me showing up to events. Well, if I can't show up, I can't get paid, uh, blah, 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 blah. But I would just encourage you, um, if it were me, and again, I'm not you, so don't say this as, you know, Heidi just answered my prayer, but I would encourage, I'm telling people, don't quit, make them fire you and collect unemployment. These people, these mandates, mandates are supposed to be just for a limited time in a specific situation. The law, on the other hand, is a long-term rule and we vote on that in our legislature by our elected representatives. And I think right now, 
um, we are being tyrannized, obviously, by people who don't really care about us at the end of the day. And you are starting to see people stand up. Uh, the Southwest Airlines uh, debacle that happened when, when hundreds and hundreds of flights were canceled. Why were they canceled? Well, they were canceled because the uh, the airline pilots are walking off the job. This is what needs to happen. Did you guys notice that last week, the CEO of Southwest Airlines, Gary Kelly, blamed Joe Biden for the airline's decision to go the route of the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for its staff, arguing that the new rules for federal contractors had put them in a bind. Well, guess what, employers? If you guys would stand up to this stuff and say, actually, no, we're not going to violate the constitutional rights of our employees, you would be seen as heroes. But instead, I just see you as cowards. These federal, uh, these these uh, federal employers, you guys are cowards. We're talking about a virus with a ninety nine point nine percent survival rate, and uh, it's a shame what's happening in our country right now. And my heart is breaking. Uh, and this guy, this coward, the the CEO of. Um, of Southwest Airlines said, and I quote, I've never been in favor of corporations imposing that kind of a mandate. He said, I'm not in favor of it, never have been. But the executive order from President Biden mandates that all federal employees and then all federal contractors, which covers the major airlines, have to have a vaccine mandate in place by December 8th. So we're working through that. Hey, hey there, uh, Mr. Kelly, how about you stand up and stop being a coward? How about you protect the deeply held beliefs of your employees instead of putting them at risk emotionally and physically? How about that? So uh, I, I hope to see more and more and more of this. I hope that more people will walk off the job. I hope that this anti-science that's coming out of, these, of this radical leftist administration is called on the carpet and that people start to call their bluff. And the only way that that will happen is when we start standing up and saying enough is enough. And as I said in the beginning of the show today, that's not going to happen until we, the people, decide to take control once again of our government. This is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And you guys have more power than you think you do. So hang in there, everybody. Hang in there. I hear what you're doing. I'm going to close today, Carly, particularly praying for you. Father, I thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear but of power and love and a sound mind. And Lord, I just pray your protection over the men and women who are listening to this program right now, whose hearts are breaking, whose jobs are being threatened, whose religious liberty is being taken away from them. Father, I pray that you would help us again to turn our eyes toward heaven. You are the author and the finisher of our faith and what you have begun in our hearts, you will finish. And so, Lord, I pray that you give us courage to stand up. I pray, Lord, against the wickedness that has taken over uh, such a terrible root in this world right now. And I pray, Lord, that those of us who have the truth would indeed become voices for truth and for freedom. Your word says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Father, I pray. I pray right now that particularly here in the United States, Christians would rise I pray we'd rise out of our slumber and rise out of our sinful uh, uh, indifference to the suffering that's happening around us because of the wickedness of the leaders in this nation. And I pray that the lions would arise. Lord, I pray for each person listening to this, for those who are trying to figure out how to raise their children and through this crazy time, Lord, give them courage, help them to come up with ideas that are from you. And we're going to praise you, Lord, because you are at work. And I thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, I hope you guys have been encouraged. If you've got questions, you want to submit them to me, you can do that at Heidi St. John 
forward slash mailbox Monday or go to anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message. We would also greatly appreciate your financial support of this ministry. One great way to do it is to sign up for MomStrong International, which will give you access to our monthly Bible studies and a monthly teaching with me and the guest teacher, and also to encourage you to support this ministry monthly. Your support really is making all the difference, especially right now. We love you guys. Have a great day, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.